Couch Radio because of your all my raunchy fault. ass coming to you live. Another episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your hosts, Drunk Shy Sox fan and Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we've got a lot going on. We're going to introduce a new segment that we really need. Absolutely. It's called, it's called Specially You. <laughs> Back check, back check. We're gonna make sure that we don't make mistakes anymore, people. <laughs> and um, uh, we're gonna talk about Astro's conspiracy theories because we have to. Um, we're gonna talk about the rebuild. Is it over? And we're talking about uh, Donaldson and Ozuna going around doing stuff and Hall of Fame. Last but not least, we got a little fan mail going on. Oh, all of your great questions, and all of this is brought to you by DBC Brand. Brand re-record a damn thing because we are the one take, one take podcast. podcast absolutely all right Ugh. let's get this thing rolling oh Tom. my god last kudos episode. to <laughs> us drinking that 11 and a half percent moscow mule beer that your dad got us shout out to keith, keith Bakken, Bakken. he had goat. no idea that it, i mean he might have had an idea maybe he wanted us to get drunk as a stump on our podcast i guess so oh, so man. we have some some fact-checking, some real fact-checking that we're going to do. Yeah, so this is back-check, fact-check. Back That's check, what we're going to call check. it. Every single episode, we are going to do a little back-check, fact-check. Yes. And we want you, listeners, to also interact with us on yeah. Twitter. Please tell uh, us when we're wrong. Social we, media, we don't wherever. know. I have tell no us, idea that I'm wrong. Tell us when we have something wrong, especially Tommy, because apparently <laughs> he just does not believe me when I tell him he's wrong. Oh, my God. Okay, so then we're starting off from the top. I'm going to go first, okay? Because you said you were going to fact-check me on the Edwin Encarnacion. I was right as you hell. You were right. I forgot when Encarnacion was not with the Mariners for an entire year. They yeah, sold He was gone immediately. Anyway, so, so I'm right. He's been in the playoffs five seasons in a row. Don't stop him now, boys. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So that checks out. Another one on me. I shout out to on Twitter at that baseball fan. A lot of people know him as Carrie. Follow him or now Big if you don't fan. follow Big him already. Guy. Um, so he pointed out to me as soon as we released the episode that literally yes, immediately Kyle Gibson and Martin Perez are no longer. I didn't mention Martin Perez. I knew he was gone. I totally forgot about Kyle Gibson being gone. Gibby. Kyle uh, Gibby. So, yes, replace Kyle Gibson with Homer Bailey and Asterix Rich Hill, uh, <laughs> who we don't even know if he's actually going he's to pitch for the Twins. He's never going to pitch another major league game. So, yes, actually the Twins rotation <laughs> got worse. <laughs> Homer Bailey is an improvement. Homer I, Bailey is not an improvement. Come I on. will have Look you. Look at his last sec- the second half of last season. The he second was... half of last mm-hmm. season. And you know what? We'll we'll look that one up later. We got we'll... a back check, fact check, the back check, fact check. Indeed. Oh God. Uh, another a one on you, Tom. Here is Reynaldo Lopez apparently shutting out the Twins. <laughs> that did not happen. Complete game shutout. He lost the twins. twice to the Twins badly last year. <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, oh, there were two games where he was close-ish to a shutout. But he, he did pitch one complete game, and he was really close to a complete game in another game. But both of them were one-run games. We won. Won both of those games. But won against the, the nine-inning, the complete game, nine-inning game. Against with, Cleveland. With one run is against Cleveland. And then the other game, eight innings, one-run ball against Detroit at the end of the season. 
So I was close. He he got two AL Central foes knocked out, but just not quite the AL Central foe that actually matters. Right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So my bad. In baseball news, this is something, especially since we oh we haven't even made the announcement yet, Tom. Oh, what's that? We're moving to a weekly format oh yeah that's why we're talking to you guys right now at this moment that's why we're in that, your earbuds right now that's why we're on the waves every single week we're going to be coming at you with content, content starting baby. now so super pumped for this yes this means that i don't have to force myself to get on my computer and make blog posts every yeah. two weeks now you don't have to too. do anything uh well, I'm, well i do have to show up here and listen to your hot takes <laughs> indeed <laughs> my bad so speaking of hot takes, Tom. Raylo's going to be the best closer in the league starting next I'm year. I'm not ready to throw him in the bullpen yet. Let's go, baby. So speaking of which, though, mm-hmm. speaking of hot takes, baseball news, baseball world has been oh, just uh, news really world quick, in general. Really quick, oh, if we, we missed anything in back check, fact check, shove off. All right, you be nice no. here. <laughs> Literally, I did this once, We're and you made me best. cut this stuff. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. I gotta calm be down. nice, Tommy. Right, I'll be nice. I'll be nice. So I, I apologize. Go ahead. As I was saying, yes. We're talking about crazy takes. Yeah. Baseball world, just world in general, social media blew up over the Astros (laughs) and the scandals. It was the best. I tried to talk to somebody who doesn't know anything about baseball just because I was like, I need to tell somebody about this. And then his response, no joke, was, I thought there was drama on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Wow. (laughs) And I was like, damn right. (laughs) Clevenger out here throwing heat at everybody. Oh, it was awesome. But Everybody's throwing heat everywhere. And speaking of which, shout out to Marcus Stroman, who basically a sports writer, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, was a sports writer, but reached out to him over Twitter. And they're like, oh, you should retaliate by throwing at him. And Marcus Stroman was like, nah, and about that life. Yeah. Big props to Marcus Stroman. I Good really, really like Marcus Stroman. He might be my favorite player outside of a White Sox uniform. 100%. Yeah. So. He's a good guy. He's a good Favorite guy. conspiracy theories is what we're going to be talking yeah. about today. Um, oh, God. I love this buzzer one, especially since the Josh buzzer. Reddick played into it. Yeah. Did you see that? He changed his Twitter AVI because everybody was like, oh, look at that buzzer on Reddick yeah. in the interview. So he changes his Twitter AVI to the picture of this of the, quote unquote buzzer on yeah, him. It was and it's a piece of confetti. confetti. Definitely confetti. That Prime. was hilarious. Shouts to Josh Reddick. That was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, Funny guy. And Tom, you came up with one just recently. Uh, yeah. Whatever's going on here. So, okay, obviously Altuve with the buzzer. That shit happened, guys. All right? I don't care what anybody has to say. But besides that. You're dead convinced, that, like on the Aroldis Chapman pitch? Why, why is he out here, like, covering himself? I'm so shy. I don't want to show off my pecs. Every other Instagram photo. That's all I got to say. Every other. Okay, fine. Okay. Besides that, they literally just annihilated Darvish's career. The dude is a shell of a man now. They owe that guy money. He should have gotten paid. Hey, speaking of second half pitchers, Darvish is coming back. Darvish. Darvish is coming back. Mm -hmm. Now, Darvish and Homer Bailey are going to lead the league in Cy Young Award Votes. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take Tommy. Come Rondon. On. All right. So, <laughs> God. Now, 
you have a oh white my God. socks theory. Rodon. I don't need, I, yeah, I don't know me, why you said run down. I need more of this. There okay. we go. He's he's taking a sip of the, the stoli. That's my guy. So now you have a White Sox theory outside of the whole Danny Farquhar, obviously, picking up on the signs when yes. he was pitching with the White and Sox. And I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, so maybe the reason why this happened is because Farquhar whispered in McCann's ears like, okay, this is what's going on. You got to shake it up. So Ivan Nova is the only pitcher in the league that can say that they shut out in a complete game. No, 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 sorry. One unearned run happened at this game, but he went down there and pitched a complete game at Houston. Basically a shutout. One 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 unearned unearned run. run. Ivan Nova. Ivan Nova, BBP, the boo-boo pitcher. Yes. (laughs) This guy. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, does the credit go to Ivan Nova or James McCann? For being able to shake up the signs and mess up whatever the hell the Astros were trying to do. I got to give props to McCann. It's got to go gotta to McCann. It's got to be McCann. Absolutely McCann not. McCann is <laughs> a goddamn wizard, which is perfect because he in the freaking playoffs that we're bound to be in uh, this year. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> here we go. This is a good transition right here, Tom. <laughs> he's going to be perfect because he's going to be able to shake up the signs. He's got a brain the size of fucking Montana. <laughs> You know, he's going to kill these guys. It's going to be amazing. I'm ready for it. I am ready for it. If you can mess up the Astros as they're clearly blatantly cheating at home, on the road, (laughs) smoking mirrors, let's go, baby. I love that you bring up the surefire White Sox in the playoffs statement that you just made. (laughs) Because let's just say about a week ago on White Sox Twitter, the sentiment was not so much that, especially with the... Josh Donaldson signing with the Minnesota Twins. Now, does it, does Donaldson mean doomsday here for the White Sox hopes of a 2020 playoff run, in your opinion, Tom? What are we thinking? I mean, like, if we're talking doomsday clock, we're like... Which we need to bring that back. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I want to say the... The the rebuild is I and I've been on I feel like I said this last episode I think the rebuild is like over as soon as you start talking about like we are in contention mm. for the division the rebuild's over it doesn't matter how bad the AL Central is and how much that plays into our hopes of winning the division the rebuild's over but when they signed Donaldson they signed. 35 home runs you know what i mean yeah to a team that's most already likely. gonna yeah if he stays healthy most likely and a gold glove Ooh. contender Ooh. eat your words Ooh. sir. he is i'm not sure about that much he is solid defender above average defender at third base and has a veteran campaign to oh you you go ahead you fact check me for ladies and gentlemen at home he just literally picked up the phone no words just picked up the phone to check me out on that no he, he's a good defender Ste- steady hand at third base and um all that being said like they everybody at home take a shot for me saying all that being said um, uh taking my line <laughs> i love it but when 
you look at it in that sense. I don't know if it's doomsday for us, but it it goes from like pretty even um, to favoring the Twins, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely agree with that. They they picked up what they lost with Crone and Scope. Yeah, and replaced it with Donaldson. Yes, and honestly, I think he that's Donaldson's a, a that's more surefire than yeah. those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> It's like I feel like the still the Twins lineup and the White Sox lineup it feels like that Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each yeah, other. Yeah, they're like the same it's yeah. the same exact build. Yeah. Built off power, pitching is suspect. Pitching is sus. So, and that's where I think the White Sox, you know, at least the White Sox have hopes for a good staff. Like if people pan out, we're Gucci. But if the Twins, like, their ceiling is a lot lower than ours as far as pitching goes, if you ask me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, their floor is about the same, but their ceiling's a lot lower. Our floor is, like, you know, bad. Yeah. Their floor is bad. Their ceiling is still bad. Their Our ceiling c- is not high by yeah. any means. I mean, yes, you have Barrios. Yeah, yes. where you have, like, if he turns out to be an ace, then you have, like, one win every five games for sure. And Odorizzi still could be good. I know a lot yeah. of people are writing him off and saying yeah. this is a, a one-trick pony and he's gonna in drop last off year, or whatever. which is very possible, but yeah. I still think he's a solid two. Yeah. Uh, I, in, in a good rotation, he's not a solid two. He's, like he's more of a three, yes. Uh, but for what they need, he'll be... If he pitches like he did last year, he'll do fine in the two spot for yeah. sure. But the White Sox ceiling, obviously, because of Kopech, because of if Rodon is ever healthy, if when Rodon Rain- is healthy, it, <laughs> if Reynaldo <laughs> Lopez can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And something that I heard, I can't remember. Dylan Cease, I can't, literally not even mentioned. Exactly. Dane Dunning, literally not even mentioned. Well, I'm talking about guys that have you but know, I, sniffed I know the this. playing field. I know this, so Dane Dunning might be a little bit of a reach here. It is. Now, in addition to that, let's not forget to – this was an inter- – I'm going to bring up a poll that Dan Victor posted, and then I'm also going to reference the – I think it was the White Sox Talk podcast that brought it up, but I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Dan Victor put out a poll. Shout out to our guy, Dan. Love that guy. He said, do you think Reynaldo Lopez will have a breakout season this year? Mm-hmm. 77 uh, – when I voted, it was like 77% of people said yes, he'll have a wow. breakout season. Wow. He'll have a way better season than he did last year. In because addition, he's going to be a closer this year. In a, really good at oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but in addition to that, let's not forget what position we were in last year around this time. Mm-hmm. We said Reynaldo Lopez is the <laughs> truth. <laughs> And Lucas Giolito is, it all an, comes is a freaking circle. bomb. Wow. And most likely will never sniff anything higher than a four or five spot. Yeah. Wow. So let's not get too quick to judge on mm-hmm. young pitchers. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it there. So we're saying we learned nothing from last season and it's all aboard the Ronaldo Lopez bandwagon. I just have a feeling that by All-Star break, I'm going to be buying a Reynaldo Lopez shirtsy. <laughs> all aboard, ladies and gentlemen. All aboard. Oh, my God. We learned nothing. Okay. White Sox 2020 playoff contention, yes or no? I mean, 
I am the eternal optimist. Yes, you are. So you are the eternal optimist. They're gonna win the division. That's why, that's why I'm turning to you for hope <laughs> and optimism right now. They're gonna win the division. It's like you can just wait. Don't wait for Pakota. I am Pakota. <laughs> Ninety-nine wins, Chicago White Sox. No, <laughs> I. I mean, I just. It's really hard. It was so much easier to be um, all in when the Twins had Sano at third base. Mm -hmm. Where if any time you hit it to the left side of the infield, you get a hit. You know what I mean? With, Down the line, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Just, just pull it, you know? <laughs> just pull the ball and you're going to be fine at target field. <laughs> but now that's not the case, you mm -hmm. know? Um, which sidetrack he did have a pot and this isn't the end-all be-all positive defensive war at third base last year Donaldson but, yes oh. but lower defensive war than Yohan Moncada okay so but yo yo-yo so, is literally so the solid goat, so okay? solid you I will give you solid <laughs> and he had a higher year last year than the year before so the year before he was literally you like limping yes, everywhere that is correct so I don't know he literally if he has a good year he is in the conversation for gold glove i don't think he's i said ever... in the conversation right. i didn't say run like leader of the pack or anything like that okay so get off my right. let's not sidetrack too much all right yeah. and let you get on a rampage yeah, here. I, I will go on a rampage but that being said um oh no everybody take a shot <laughs> I cannot do this to myself. I'm so proud. Yesterday it was 100%. Or yesterday. Last week it was 100%. We said 100% maybe 11, 12 times. So we got to calm down with our little catchphrases. <laughs> Sidetracks aside, it was so much easier to be all aboard the White Sox hype train when Donaldson was in a Braves jersey. Right. Or any or NL East agent. team, or a Correct. free agent, a Scott Boris jersey, or whoever <laughs> is. <laughs> Shout out Garrett Cole. Um, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know if I can still, you know. I'm looking to you for eternal optimism. Eternal optimism here, Tom. <laughs> this is you, hot take, Tommy. Oh, I'll give you a seventy percent chance. One of the, the White Sox, biggest fanboys I know. <laughs> 70% chance the White Sox win the division. That's, 70%. That's a C. That's a C. 70% you know? is really you high. Are, you are getting a passing grade. Um, I don't it even is think really the high. Twins are a 70% favorite to win the Central at this point. Well, if you com if you say to yourself, all right, let's just combine the uh, Indians and the White Sox odds to win the division because the Indians – are not going to win the division. They're going to trade off their assets and be stupid like Cleveland does, right? It's so highly all possible. Of, all of the potential that the Indians have to win the division as it stands right now is going to go away and be handed over to the White Sox, right? So, like, it does marginally increase the odds of the Twins that the Indians are not in contention anymore. But when it's a two-horse race, it's so much easier to pile all of the potential onto the team that's got the momentum hmm. which i think you can argue a lot that the twins have the most momentum with the biggest winning season last year but if you think about it 
Chicago needs a team to root for right now. Absolutely. And I don't I don't think the Twins are a 101 win team no. next year. No. No. That like That's part of it. I think that was like a history like I hope Minnesota enjoyed that shit cuz <laughs> <laughs> that's probably all it's going to be. Right. You know, we're we're like everybody's projecting this to be like the best decade of White Sox baseball and I don't know if I'm ready to be like let's mf go we're gonna be the best team of the decade everybody's around the world is buying white Sox jerseys mm-hmm. you know kids in cuba aren't gonna be watching <laughs> the yankees anymore they're gonna be watching the white Sox. let's freaking get it um no i'm not i'm not there yet okay but i am in the point where i'm saying okay this season there's a real chance for the first time in forever for yeah it's the first time they've had a legitimate chance a legitimate real chance in probably a decade the now only thing in the way is josh donaldson and a good twins team Rat and a very bastard. solid <laughs> a very solid <laughs> offense that could get in the way yeah but and a very solid third base glove in the way oh my goodness <laughs> two main things yeah First, if the White Sox pitching flourishes in the hopes that we think it will, and then some, I think this is the White Sox division to take. Absolutely. If pitching flourishes, that's going to be a key thing. The second key to all of this is young players continuing to produce. Yeah. Luis Robert. Coming up. Coming up Mm -hmm. and hitting... Right away. I'm not expecting him to hit like he did in AAA, yeah. but even Eloy numbers. But Late, I think, end of end of the year Eloy numbers. I think what's going to matter for Robert is that he's going to need to produce pretty much right away. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? If the White Sox are going to contend, absolutely. They need him to be hitting right away, and they need Matt. I honestly think they need Madrigal to be a part of it. We left him off the table last, last podcast. You had to bring him up, all right? Absolutely. <laughs> Damn it! Um, second base is a hole, in my opinion. It's a huge hole. It's and the biggest I, hole they have in their lineup. And I mean, like, I don't think Madrigal's a solution. You know, I'm the eternal op- optimist. Wow. But Slappy McSlapperson is not gonna. He's not. I read a very interesting tweet. Uh, I can't remember. It was it was from a pipeline writer. He said something along the lines of. He can't remember the last time he saw somebody have a only 3% strikeout rate in AAA. Yeah. 3% strikeout rate. But all of that could change. You put the ball in play, things will happen. Yeah, but yes, he's going to be a very – he probably will be a very high BABIP guy. Yeah, and, and he's going to have a, a target of, on his back in terms of, like, everybody thinks this, prospects this shit. Like, you have Justin Verlander coming out of the mountain being like, fuck you, I'm going to just, like, run fastballs down your throat and let you see if you can touch it. You know what I mean? Like, but he's the, the guy difference that will between, touch it. The difference between uh, 
freaking triple A pitcher and Justin Verlander is astronomical. Absolutely, astronomical. I totally get it. Garrett Cole, and I'm not and saying that he's going. He's not. He's going to be the truth. Everybody else. I have been the guy that's been in the corner that's been very hesitant about him right. because he's I been thought we were on the same page. extremely low OBP guy or yeah. o- o- OPS guy. Pardon yeah. me, but the OBP could still be really high. He t- he walks. A decent amount for how yeah. little he strikes out. He puts the ball in play. He's not going to be a guy that's going to hit a ton of homers. Yeah. It was really funny. Ferrucci texted me the other day and he <laughs> said, Hey, you put a wire on Nick Madrigal. He'll hit 25 homers. <laughs> oh, no. Back to the conspiracy theory. Indeed. Second but base. That give him a wire. Give every second baseman a wire. God. And this, this league would be lit. <laughs> But you gotta try him out. Yes, you gotta see what he can do. You're on the talking major about level magical, not without the, the wire. Okay, <laughs> you gotta try him out. You gotta try a wire out. Everybody get a wire. So, I'm not completely sold off yeah. on him yet. I don't know if he's ever going. When it comes to like OPS numbers, yeah, I don't think he'll ever hit well above league average. No, I think he'll top out at. 105 he's yolmer 2.0 is what he is that's tough because i think madrigal has a lot more than just slap hit i think he can prove it like he literally is he can pull the ball yeah i mean but like slap hitter in my opinion means like singles singles which is what he's gonna do and you know let's see if menoncino can can like coax some walks out of him yeah i mean you've got this this south side hitman mentality yeah it's it might be nice to have a bat or two on there that are just focused on getting on base yeah stealing bags and maybe he ends up being the runs leader on the team possibly but probably not probably not no you're right (laughs) No, that's like a Luis Robert yes. kind of thing. So. And I'm way higher on Nomar Mazzara than I am on Nick Madrigal. Low key. Well, one is a triple A player and the other exactly. is, is a solidified I major leader. I feel like so. if I said that sentence, I'm higher on Mazzara than I am on Madrigal, all of Twitter would just be like throwing shit. You know what I mean? Well, it's <laughs> hard to compare right. a solidified major league player to a prospect. Yes. And no matter how good the prospect has proven to be in the minors or in college or wherever they have yeah. been before that. and like okay the beavers is one thing like you can be like the best beaver in the world talking osu sorry everybody but you could be the best beaver in the world and the worst uh major league player you could be the best pitcher at vanderbilt and be Damn. carson fulmer exactly okay right. let's put it that way prospects can be so hit or miss and I yeah I, I think that's where I come down on it is just like I am not on the magical bandwagon. He's one of the players that I feel like you got to prove it to me first before I like get a jersey. You know, it's like yeah, that's that is still considered. We're literally counting on him to fill the hole at second base without knowing a damn thing about him. Last person we did that with, well, actually it was third base at the time, but it was Gordon Beckham. Look at that guy. We were like, that's the future that's well uh, yeah originally we thought gordon beckham would be the future right but not nah, fam the hopes the hopes in that nadrigal can come up 
and be productive right. this year. If he produces, then our chances are then Donaldson great. be damned. We win. You know, like <laughs> game over, game set match. Young talent, checkmate, developing, on and producing on the major leagues on in the major league level, and arms proving what they we all have always hoped yeah. they could be. Those yeah. are gonna be the two keys. Those are the two major keys. And I think another thing about Madrigal is like this is something I just thought of is like okay, of all the highly touted prospects recently, or of the three most recent highly touted position player prospects. Eloy got a contract before opening day. Mm-hmm. Robert gets a contract before opening day. Madrigal doesn't. Maybe that gives him a chip on his shoulder, and he's like, I deserved a contract before opening day. Hopefully that like lights a fire under his ass. And, like, you know, this is purely speculation. I don't know his mind, but hopefully he's a competitor like that and saying, like, it's time for me to prove myself and, like, produce right away. And... You know, who's to say? Yeah. Anyway. Do you have a project or idea that you want to be seen by as many people as possible? Mm -hmm. Do you provide a service but go underappreciated when you put yourself out there on social media? Yep. Do you want sleek, impeccable presentation but lack the know-how or resources? If you answered yes to any of these, get in touch with DBC Brand. With your choice of three solid tiers of social media marketing plans, you get access to professional social media content curation, email marketing, blog posting, live video and photography sessions, and more. Find out more by visiting dbcbrand.com and give your business the creative touch and the spotlight it deserves. DBC, digital Digital by by creatives. Yes! Fuck it, we're doing it live. Why do we open every segment with the word fuck? Why is that how we always do this? Two Sorry, I really I really had to do all of season um, two is just gonna Bill, be Bill Bill O'Reilly there. Uh, fuck! We're doing it live! <laughs> so Tom, let's uh, talk more new baseball news, news. Which is a conundrum, right? New, new baseball, baseball news. News. Hall of Fame ballot election. Came Hall of out. Fame election. Came Hall of out. Fame yes. election came out today. And we have two players, two new inductees to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Derek Jeter and Larry Walker. Indeed. Now, what are your thoughts on this, Tom? Both well-deserving? Twofold. Twofold. Derek Jeter deserves to be in. Whatever. He was like the player of the decade, I guess, or like he was on all the Wheaties boxes growing up. Even though he was arguably one of the worst <laughs> defensive <laughs> shortstops of all time. And this is where... In a position where it's extremely important to play defense. This is where it gets incredibly interesting, is that says to me, Tim Anderson, Oh, God. You have a chance, baby. So you got a chance for the Hall. Tim Anderson you- apparently <laughs> is up for a Hall of Fame election now no. because he, he plays terrible defense. If and he is continues to... Win batting titles year after year. He can be on the 
I, I Nobody love cares about batting titles anymore. <laughs> I love how pumped up you are right now about Tim Anderson and his possibility of hey, getting elected because what? Derek Jeter plays worse defense than That's exactly Tim what Anderson. I'm saying. Like Tim's still got a shot. Tim's still got a shot. That's all I have to say about that. Um, Larry Walker, I know you had mentioned only 381 home runs is the down. 383. It doesn't matter. Every single guy on the White Sox, up and down the order, is going to hit 383 home runs in their life. Not every single one. Every single one. I will say Moncada. Eloy. Which is still kind of a hot take, but Moncada, Eloy. I'm not sure what Edwin Encarnacion's total is. It's higher than that. Probably um, a million. So, <laughs> Eloy, uh, and maybe Robert. All of them. <laughs> this, if this ball is as juicy as they say it is, everybody's hitting. More it's. Than I mean, they're changing it. Apparently, they are going back to the non-juiced ball, which you know about. Yes, they're all hoodlums and hooligans. Anyway, so congrats, Larry Walker. You're from Canada. You did it. It's true. I guess. He's a rarity. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. He's a often. true rarity. Maybe that's the real reason they were voting for him. They were like, let's diversify. <laughs> oh, gosh. Diversity. <laughs> Diversity by entering a, white, a Canadian. A white male Canadian. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, way to go, MLB. Way to go. And uh, Derek Jeter is still terrible at defense. And I'm glad that White Sox Twitter <laughs> slash MLB Twitter has recognized that very much so. Yeah, they're like, and they're he's, scrutinizing he's him. still bad Jeter. at that. But it's like, okay, you know what? He's still... Be his first ballot, right? He's still Derek Jeter. He's still first ballot Hall of Famer. He's still got the Is he most, still a first ballot Hall of Famer, in your opinion? I mean... I mean, even though he yes, just got it, should he, he have been? He literally... Should he have been? Yes, he should have been. Okay. Look at the field as well is another thing. Like, okay, look at the field. Now, let's bring that up really quick. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Most home runs of all time. Those two players pitchers. finally broke 60%. Huge. So, maybe, maybe they've been listening to our podcast. Right? High fives. Let's the go, table. baby. <laughs> all in support. I love it. I mean, they deserve to be in the hall. Sosa, too. Sosa had a big yeah, bump in Sosa numbers. Yeah, and Sosa had a bump in numbers as well. So you've got the three big steroid users getting a big bump in numbers, which I think is a big switch in mentality to this very anti-roids, yep. late 2000s, yep. early 2010, 2010s mentality I that we saw. I strongly feel that the – they would have been first ballot Hall of Famers if none of this steroids stuff came out. Yeah. So I think their punishment from the writers of America is, look, you're going to have to wait all 10 years, and that'll be your quote-unquote asterisk. You know, I hope that they have absolutely the wherewithal to just say, like, whatever, let's just vote for them on the 10th year. You know? I am absolutely with you on anyway. that. So Pete Rose as well, too, right? No. Okay. For another conversation. <laughs> On to another continuing segment that we've done from time to time, and I'm glad that mm -hmm. we brought it back for our first time in season two. Yes. We've got some fan, fan mail. mail. Sons of Hanarchy mailbag. So. Let's start off with who responded first, because I feel it's particularly drawn to that. Um, Carrie, that baseball fan, back at it again. He's saying uh, if, <laughs> if the White Sox players – had a hot dog challenge like from the 108 does actually he says like from the 108 cows which is 
kind of mean, but he claimed that that was a typo. Um, I'm sure it was. He claimed <laughs> He's too nice that, for that that was a typo. Uh, anyway. I mean, had, had Beef Wolf. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. His name's Beef Wolf, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> the joke r- writes itself. All right. Um, so but, he said, uh, "Who would be in the top five of dogs consumed in a season on the current roster?" Okay, Abreu, on the current Abreu roster, is number one. Edwin Encarnacion is my number one. Edwin Encarnacion over Abreu. Have you seen his tummy? Abreu's is mouth is always full. Man, though. let me put it that way. It's full of chewing tobacco. <laughs> sure. But he's always oh, chewing dip. on something. If you just substitute a dog in instead, he's going to eat like yep. 18 nope. every game. I'm going to go with Edwin Encarnacion. That man is enormous. He's big. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with McCann at number two. Just because he's, he's a the, bigger guy. He grew up American. So, like, it's just like in his blood. I it's in his like veins. he'd be the Hot guy dogs. that would dip it in water. And like, that's okay. Don't but, forget, I was the guy who dipped it in water a couple yeah, times this past year, too. But that's not cheating. That's just trying. <laughs> and I think that's what I think that's where it comes down to is like he's not afraid to just exactly get after it. My number and th- change his signs when yep. he goes to Houston because he knows they're cheating bastards. And <laughs> that's that's James McCann, ladies and gentlemen. My number three would be I got this list like in my head. I'm oh my rolling God. right now. Number three would be Iwoy. I feel like Iwoy is Americanizing pretty quickly. And he wouldn't he also would be just love the idea of like that game outside the game, you know? Like I think he just yeah. wants to play. You know what I mean? For sure. Four would be I'm gonna go with Jose. Big dude. Big mouth, apparently, according to your Always chewing. Chewing. Always chewing. And my five. Ooh, my five. Oh, too bad Ivan Nova's not on the team anymore. <laughs> BBP <laughs> with the hot dogs. Uh, my five would be I'm gonna go with Keiko. I'm gonna go with Keiko. Yeah. Keiko just seems like a good hot dog eater to me. Alright, alright. Um, so my five. Uh, I already told you my number one is Abreu. He's always chewing. Right. Uh, we got number two. I like the James McCann as like a he's dipping the dogs. He's going after it, and he's a big guy. He's yep. a big guy. Most definitely. Um, I like Edwin Encarnacion. Huge. Absolutely. Just, just <laughs> loading up on him. And it's like, look, he's he's only got a couple more years in the league. He knows it. He can start developing the dad bod. He, he has no shame. Put on some pounds. You're fine. Edwin Encarnacion has got big. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> All he has to do is swing the bat. Just sit on the bench, swing the bat, sit on the bench. You know, you're fine. Um, And that gives me three. Okay, so four. Um, I got to go Eloy on the list as well because, again, like, he just wants to play games. There you go. He just wants to have fun. And he's a big guy, and he's young too. Exactly. Youth has got to play a little factor Most definitely. Um, And my number five. I can't have the same list as you. I wouldn't, I'm going to say Tim Anderson because I think he would, like, try to rope, like, White Sox charities and, like, league leaders into this and, like, make it, like, a I social media I love that you just campaign. turned this into <laughs> a hole. Well, you, this is real life, okay? If, if this was really happening, Tim Anderson would have to be on the board because he's like, okay, I got to, like, rep my, like, league leaders, my, like, I got to make this a thing, like, White Sox charities get involved. You know that would be a thing. You know this would be a thing. You, you're probably right on that one. And I'm going to be honest. You're probably right. Probably the fieriest, the most competitive. True. Honestly, 
That's a good choice for five. Yes. I got to give it to you there. All right. So there's our five. Now, next question comes from White Sox Barber, who is at Barber Sox. Um, he has been Yo-Yo's Barber, White Sox Barber. Uh, a, a sl- this is this barber. is literally his third Twitter account. He's already been kicked off Twitter twice for <laughs> I don't know what this time. Uh, but he said <laughs> this might be the next thing to get him off. Um, we'll find out. Kill Bang Mary, uh, Luis Robert, okay. um, Yo Mancada, or Eloy Jimenez and Eloy Jimenez. And he goes, trust me, I don't know how to answer this either. <laughs> <laughs> so for I, I'm gonna start this time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it's pretty simple for me. I actually uh, can just say it straight up: Luis Robert, Kill, uh, Bang, Ilo Jimenez, and Mary Yon Makata. I hate that my initial list is the same as yours, so I'm gonna go you have to change against it. it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna kill Aloy. Um, wow. I love Aloy, but the high mom stuff can go. Oh, come um, on. <laughs> Have some fun. I'm going to bang Luis Robert. He's young gun. What can I say? <laughs> and Yoan is like my love of my life here. I mean, Yoan, come on. Yoan's I bought a jersey. Dope. I bought a Yoan jersey for me and Kayla. Yeah, that's so huge. That, that's, that's true player love right there. Okay. We don't. We're not gonna go any further into it because we don't want to get up, kicked off of Twitter either. So there you go. Uh, and then the last question is directed toward you, Steve. Do you want to ask it? <laughs> well, I think I think your guy Justice wants to ask it. Uh, so Steve, when you planning on going bald? Justice, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too good, and that's the mailbag. That's the mail. That's all we got time for. We're already over time. We really are. Um, We're really pushing it here, but still within our, our time budget. Yeah. Right? What do we gotta say now? Closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. We're not playing. What do they call it? Curfew, right? We're not paying curfew for going over. No, no. Good. We're fine. All right. So closing thoughts. White Sox fans. Jo- yes, Josh Donaldson is a twin. Yes, people are giving Cleveland more credit than I think they deserve. Yes, we still have a semi gap in ru- or we're lacking depth in the outfield, and we are have question marks at second base, and our rotation is still a little unproven. Booty, a little unproven, <laughs> but have hope. We are a lot better now than we were two months ago. Oh my God! Yes, we hell have. of a lot better. And Tom. I was optimistic going into the offseason without any of these acquisitions. So that shows you who I am, first of you all. You are the true optimist. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I stand by our question marks, you know, right field, second base, yikes. Um, but this is the first season ever that we don't have to worry who the heck is going to be our DH. It's the most excited I've been about White Sox baseball in a very, very, very long time. This is the first period. season I've ever been excited about White Sox winning. Fair. I've been excited yeah. about White Sox that's losing true. a lot. Yeah, it's true. That, that's about every year I'm excited no matter what, but they're going to lose. This year, Extremely I'm excited about, pumped. I'm excited about White Sox winning. Winning. Because this, I mean, even, and we'll bring this up next episode too, and talking about what the White Sox projected record is going to be. Mm. But we're projected to have a winning ball club next year. I am Pakota. 
<laughs> now, All right. before we wrap this up, yes. Tom, I have one question for you. Our phrase, which is going to be handed out on koozies at Soxfest. Meet us so, at Soxfest. Meet oh, us no, no, at no. Soxfest. We can't close out yet. We got two more things. The, okay. The first thing. Here we go. We're bringing it back. We got to remind you guys, we are coming out with weekly stuff now. Yes. Again, we to say it again, we said it in the beginning, but weekly podcasts. Yay. This is a real thing. And the second thing, koozies, meet us at Soxfest. You'll get one. Unless Absolutely. Unless we run out, in which case... Say hi anyway. <laughs> we should have enough. Make sure you find us so we can give you a koozie. Yes. Um, if you don't, you get a handshake, which is, you know, just as good. It's true. And maybe a picture with beautiful hot take time. No, in here. no photos. Please, please. Autograph photos. <laughs> Only autograph Nobody photos. Nobody wants that. I'm going to make sure I print off 50 photos of no. you and get a silver Nobody Sharpie so you can that. sign them for everybody. No, and it's going to be uh, the photo of you in the mustache. Oh. It's going to be the photo of you in the mustache. going to write, I am Bakoda on all of them. I, absolutely. <laughs> now, in my last thoughts, because this has been on the forefront of my brain since we started, yeah. since we answered this question at the beginning, you said the rebuild's over. I'm like 80% in on the rebuild being over. But that doesn't change our catchphrase, right? does not. Because it is that or bust, right? It is rebuild or bust because... We We're have, still hopeful in it. <laughs> we have no other option. We are out of options. This is it. The this rebuild is everything. Absolutely. So on that note, Tom. Rebuild or bust. In Han we trust. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>